All right, my name is Wale Adenero. So today I want to speak on downloading the mind of God. Downloading the mind of God. I know that sounds like a powerful topic, but uh, stay tuned. You will be learning some things that are vital, some very necessary uh, truth. I think I should lower the music. So um, give me some seconds. Okay, I think that's better. All right, so if you can help like this video, um, share, start a, a watch party so you can get more people to watch, I will rightly and greatly appreciate it. Like I said, and like it is in my um, description of this video, I'll be speaking on downloading the mind of God. Downloading the mind of God. Without internet, without Bluetooth connection, downloading the mind of God. So you want to hear what I want to share um, I plan to share it in some, um, let's say, in series. So I'll share a little today and also share other ones uh, in coming days. So thank you for uh, coming online to watch this. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for that thumbs up. Thank you for uh, coming here. So let's just go into uh, the talk. Let's go into the talk, downloading the mind of God. Uh, firstly, what do I mean by downloading the mind of God? Um, uh, let's understand this. You see, uh, the, the, the man that God has made, the Bible tells us that we are spirit, soul, and body. So every human being like you know, I believe you know already, is tripartite, spirit, soul, and body. That means I'm a soul, uh, sorry, I'm a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. I'm a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in a body. So the real me is a spirit. You know, the Bible says that we're made in the image and likeness of God. Now, if we are made in the image and likeness of God, what's the nature of God? Jesus said about God, he says, God is a spirit. So that should clear the argument there uh, about the thoughts, whether, no, we are a body that have a spirit, that have a whatever. We are a spirit that have a soul and we live in a body. So that's the vital part of us, the spirit of, 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 of man is the vital part of man. Alright, so he has something called a soul. Now we should understand this. Uh, when you got saved, First Corinthians, sorry, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 says, If any man be in Christ is a new creation. That person is a totally new person. All creation, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are now new. The next verse now says that all things are of God. But you look at your mirror and notice that when you actually uh, got saved, you believed in Christ, you give your life to Christ, nothing on the outward changed, no physical appearance changed, nothing uh, changed on your outlook. So when he says all things are passed away, all things have become new, he was not talking about, uh, the writer was not talking about your outward appearance. If your eyes are black pupils, they will still be black. If you have um, ears, small ears, they will still be small. If you have um, long hair, they will still be long. The outward does not change. What changes is now the inward. So I'm laying foundation of, on what I'm talking about uh, this day. So the outward really does not change. What changes is the inward. Your spirit man, which is the real part of you, has changed. So we need to settle that once and for all. Then the next thing that God now wants to begin to affect the, the thing that um, allows you to manifest this new creation you are is now your soul. So your spirit has been changed, but your soul is still the same. So your soul is that part of you that has your mind, your will, and your emotions. I'll say it again. Your soul is that part of you that 
is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your soul is actually, thank you, Pastor Lumi, I can see you waving. Uh, I wave back. Thank you, sir. So your, your soul actually has the, the ability to think, to emote your emotions. It has the ability to contemplate. So you can actually think on things. You can actually run through things in your mind. You can make decisions. So the place of decision making is that part of us called our soul. Now, the soul is not a physical thing you can see. You cannot see your soul but your soul manifests in your body for instance if i'm happy i can be laughing so my soul uh manifests in my outward uh appearance sometimes so my my face can be smiling if i i feel discouraged my shoulders can drop you know my shoulders can just show what i'm thinking on my inside if i'm feeling discouraged it can show on my face you know that my countenance can drop Alright, so my soul actually is not a thing that can be seen on the natural, but its effect can be seen on my body and in my life. So your soul is actually invincible. Just as your spirit is invincible to the naked eyes, your soul is actually invincible. Now, um, in the next uh, set of uh, teachings I would like to do online here, I will talk about spiritual maturity. And I'm telling you, you will learn some things that you've never heard about on the regular and it's not because I feel like seeing something new but because I know that there is something that we need to get that will facilitate our spiritual growth thank you Moses for watching um, so I'm just this is my first Facebook live video I've never I don't know why I'm always uh, calling back from doing Facebook live I'm always doing online um, audio stuff so I think Facebook will have to welcome me and Facebook please announce I'm online Facebook announce that this young man is online so more people can come and watch all right Okay, so your like I was saying, your soul um, is not something you can see, but you can actually um, see the manifestation of how your soul is on the the outward. Now, so your soul and your brain have a connection. So let, let's explain. You understand in the, in the IT world where we talk about the hardware and the software, the hardware and the software. So the software of your mind, will, and emotions. What gets all these things running? is what is called your soul the hardware of it the hardware the hardware the software is your soul the hardware is your brain your brain is the hardware of your soul i'll say that again your brain is the hardware of your soul this is important it's vital we understand these things and know where the brain has to do uh, with the human being now god is very uh, concerned about our soul you see Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, Paul talks about, uh, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living, uh, a holy sacrifice, a living sacrifice that is acceptable to God. A living sacrifice acceptable to God. He says, this is your real service. This is your holy service. He now says in the next verse, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind be transformed don't be conformed but be transformed you see that process of being transformed is talking about now let your soul match up with what your spirit now is when God is saying be transformed by the renewing of your mind he's saying get your soul to be educated in the nature of your spirit man so when we say we are renewing our minds we are actually trying to get our souls to align with our spirit man your spirit is perfect 
No, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians 1 verse 13, it says that when you believed, when you heard the word of salvation and you accepted Jesus, that you were sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise. You were sealed. You don't seal something that is not a finished product. Your soul is not, is not finished, is in the making, is in the confirmation or transformation process, sorry, but your spirit is already perfect. Your spirit is already as Jesus is. 1 John 4 verse 17 says, as Jesus is, so are you in this world. Not later. Not when we get to heaven. When, not when the rapture happens that you will now be like Jesus Christ. You are already in your spirit, man. You are wall-to-wall Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Another scripture, 1 um, Corinthians 6 verse 17, uh, says that he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. One, not two. One spirit with Christ, with him. He that is joined to the Lord. So the day you became one, you accepted the life of God, your spirit man, you became one spirit with God. The same way we say, you know, you've heard um, people talk about this, maybe preachers or people will talk about marriage, talk about um, divorce, that divorce is like, you know, you, marriage is like you having two pieces of paper, glue both of them together. Then uh, divorce is like trying to, on on you know unwind and losing these two pieces of paper that have been um that have been uh, glued together messy thank you for coming online to watch so is it, they say divorce is like that and it's actually true so because you have now become one however that description is more accurate between you and god when you get born again all right so god and you you are not one he that is joined unto the lord is one spirit with him Alright, so your spirit is already, it has no work to be improved upon. There is no improvement upon your spirit. I, I feel like sharing something right now, but I will leave it for other times. I like to share on spiritual maturity. Because we hear a lot of times saying, ah, um, I saw a vision about you. Uh, your spirit man was looking like a dwarf. And your, your, your body, your flesh was mighty. And they're talking about the fact that that person is not growing up spiritually. So I will explain what that means and how you can actually uh, accelerate your spiritual maturity. Alright, so let's still stay on um, downloading the mind of God. So your, your spirit is already perfect, but God is trying to help you to align your mind, your soul, to what your spirit now is. And when your soul is aligned to, the more it gets aligned to what your spirit now is, your body will manifest it. Your behavior, your emotions, your character, the way you process things, the way you say things, uh, your, your attitude towards work, your attitude towards the things that God has placed in your hands, your attitude towards your family will begin to change. So that is important. So the middleman between your spirit and your body is called your soul. And that middleman is vital regarding the success of your life, regarding the success of how many years you'll use on this earth. No matter how long you live on earth, if you don't pay attention to the matters of your soul, you are only going to have a very limited uh, manifestation and experience on this earth. You can be born again, wall to wall, Holy Ghost, tongue speaking, demon casting, you know, you blast everything that comes your way by faith. But as long as your soul is not transformed to how your spirit man is, you're going to have a big limitation in manifesting this Jesus, this Christ in us, that is the hope of glory. You know, the Bible says, um, Romans 8, it says that the old creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That is you and I. But what you are waiting for is not this face that you're seeing. They're waiting for my spirit to actually manifest through my face. 
They are waiting for your spirit to manifest through your hands. They are waiting for your spirit to manifest through your mouth. The counsel you give, you go to consult, the consultations you give, they are waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Alright, so like I said before, your, your spirit is, is already good, but your soul as it is the software, your brain is the hardware. Your brain is the hardware. Alright, so let's get into about um, four things. Four things I want to talk about to help you to begin to download the mind of God. Firstly, so before you start talking about downloading the mind of God, you need to understand firstly uh, where you are. Um, John chapter 3 verse 3 talks about the fact that anyone who is born again is the only one that can see the kingdom of God. It says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The Greek word there is the word ido, which means to perceive, to understand, to, to perceive and understand that actually the most uh, precise words I can use. To perceive, to understand, to see into. Except a man be born again, he cannot see into the kingdom of God, into the ways of God, into the thought process of God, into the emotions of God, into the contemplations of God, into what God has in his mind. You know, we usually say a lot in the body of Christ that what will Jesus do? God will prefer you to have a mind of Christ working in you so you don't need to ask. For instance, if you marry, you're married for a while, ask some time, you don't need to ask yourself, what will my husband like? What will my wife like? By familiarity and association you already know what they like and sometimes you both you complete each other's statement because you've been together for a good while and you have a positive familiarity not the wrong familiarity where you don't honor yourself and respect yourself any longer and love yourself i'm talking about the positive familiarity that actually is the will of god for every believer that you become so familiar with your lover your maker god almighty that you will know the mind of god on issues you will not have to go and ask seven times what is the will of god on this matter let me say something very quickly you see most times when we say we are looking for the will of god it is either due to the fact that we've not uh, stayed in the place of fellowshipping with god's word in prayer especially in god's word because in god's word you know his mind out of the mouth out of the uh, out of the abundance of the heart sorry the mouth speaks so if you want to know the heart of god know the word of god i'll say that again if you want to know the heart of god know the word of god out of the abundance of the heart the mouth will speak the same thing with god out of the abundance of god's heart of god's mind his mouth has spoken and his written word is his spoken word Alright, so you need to understand this, that the mind of God, God will prefer for you to actually know it per time, per season. So right now, there's this coronavirus issue that we all are aware about. And because of this, you know, there's need for people to use nose masks to communicate and also uh, interact with the public. And I want to ask you, how many people who are into the fashion industry asked God before they went into making nose masks? And a lot of people have actually started making it. You will not be surprised if 95% said they didn't have to ask God. They just knew this is a need in the society. I should produce because I have the skill that can meet this need. So why is it that when it comes to doing other things that the Bible already says you should do, you want to know the will of God? <laughs> you know, most times we want to wait to know the will of God when we don't want to do the will of God. That's just it. 
most times the things that take us a lot of time to say, I, I, I'm thinking about it, I'm praying about it. Most times those things are the things you don't want to do. Those are the things we are mostly trying to pray about, we are mostly trying to think about. So you will naturally do something that you already like. Most people did not have to pray about it. I'm not saying it is wrong. I'm not saying it is um, wrong. I'm saying it is just a show that most times why we delay about things and say we are praying about it is because in our emotions, in our mind, our mind does not agree with that thing. We don't really like it. We don't really find it comfortable. We don't find it convenient. And we will rather use the time to say we are praying about it. So let me go back again to the fact that your soul is the software. Your brain is the hardware of your soul. Your brain is the hardware of your soul. So the Bible tells us something that anyone, anyone that is born of God, is the only one that is certified to see into the mind of God, into the things of God, into the thought processes of God. So number one, for you to download the mind of God. When we say downloading the mind of God, is to know what God is thinking, to know the will of God, and to know how to flow like God. You know, the Bible says that be imitators of God. As dear children, be imitators of God. You can imitate a person you're used to. You know, sometimes you see jokes online, um, some videos that actually show maybe a, 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 a person trying to mimic their pastor. And they mimic it so well, uh, mimic, mimic the pastor so well that you can see the pastor, maybe the pastor is in the video and the pastor is laughing, you know, is so overwhelmed by how much they were able to catch his, um, his, his, um, his nuances, his, his gestures, his gesticulations and so. And begins begins to laugh because he sees that this person's caught this thing very well. Why? Why was that person able to, to mimic the pastor very well? Because he has watched and sat under that pastor for a long time. The same way too, if you sit and and, and uh, stay in the place of fellowshipping in the word and in prayer for a good period of time, quality time, making a regular thing with you, you will download the mind. You start understanding the mind of God. So number one is to be saved. For you to download the mind of God. I want to share four things quickly. Number one is to be saved. Number two, I wrote these things down quickly. Number two is you need the right knowledge. You need the right knowledge. That is vital. You know, the Bible says in the book of Ezekiel 36 verse 26, it says, the heart of man, no, we already know that the Bible says somewhere that the heart of man is desperately wicked. Who knows it? But Ezekiel 32 36 verse 26 says that this is the experience of someone who gets born again. That when you get saved, God says, I will remove in you the heart of stone, that we get at, and give you the heart of flesh. So when you got born again, the day you accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, that illustration, that narrative was no longer yours, that your heart is desperately wicked. Your heart is no, no longer desperately wicked. Your heart is now desperately like the heart of God. Someone say, how come? I still thought about kicking that guy that offended me on the road. Well, that is not your spirit. That is your soul, your own renewed soul, your own renewed mind. So, understand this. God has removed that wicked heart from you. You need to have the right knowledge and has given you a kind heart. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 16 says, it says that we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Thank you, Sister Evelyn. We have the mind of Christ. I think that's one of the most uncommon scriptures in the Bible. That a believer has the mind of God. It sounds like blasphemy. You know, today I was reading, uh, my time of study, I was reading uh, John chapter 10. 
you know, John chapter 10, we, we know it about the thief comes to steal and destroy. You know, we know some very popular verses there. But just continue reading John chapter 10, you'll see that people were about to stone Jesus for saying that he, I am a father I want. I want. He said, I am a father I want. And they picked up stones to stone him. He said, what's my offense? I've done miracles. I've done good things. Then they said, we are not stoning you for any good work you've done. We, are, we want to stone you right now because you claim to be God. Then he said, uh, is it not written in your scriptures? Is it not according to your law that says, according to Psalms, Bible says, says that ye are gods. So it says, it's written in your word that we are gods, that ye are gods. To whom the word of God came, it is written that ye are gods. Then, I, I was so surprised about the fact that they acted like they did not even hear him, and they still proceeded in trying to stone him. Sometimes the devil has worked so hard and so effectively to ensure that even when people see scriptures that declare realities to them, as long as it doesn't agree with their natural experience, they sweep it aside. As long as ah, it, doesn't, it sounds too sweet to be true, they sweep it aside. These people heard Jesus Christ quoting scripture and they still wanted to stone him for being able to flow with scripture. So people hear 1 Corinthians 2 verse 16 that you have the mind that we have the mind of Christ, and we sweep it aside. Then we start quoting the one that was not written to us, one that was written to Old Testament saints. And by the way, if you're in 2020, or you got born again in 2019, or you got born again in 1937, you were born under the New Testament. Hello? You cannot be born again in the Old Testament. And by the way, when Christianity was brought to your country, what they brought to your country was the New Testament, because you could not export the old covenant. The old covenant was only for the Israelites, but the new covenant is for both Jew and Gentile. So if you are a Christian, you were born under the new covenant. So settle that. So when you start reading something that is not written to you, was not describing you, that's where the error is. Are we saying don't read the Old Testament? No. They are reading for our learning, for our understanding, for, for, for wisdom. But it's telling you what your nature was before you got born again. So you don't have a wicked, desperately wicked heart. You have the mind of Christ. Somebody say that after me. I have the mind of Christ. Say it again. Mean it as in ambition these things as you're saying it. I have the mind of Christ. Say that again. I have the mind of Christ. Every believer on this earth has the mind of Christ. So let me quickly uh, go into the second. Uh, the, the second one is knowledge. You need the right knowledge. Know that you have the mind of Christ. So the third thing is acknowledgement. You need to acknowledge what you know now. First John chapter 4 verse 16 says, that we have known and believed the love that God has for us. So the regular thing with believers is that we know that God says he loves us. And a lot of people can quote it on the screen. Hey, yes, now, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. But a lot of people have not come to the place where they believe it with their hearts. They have a sense knowledge, a head knowledge that God loves me, God, God, God loves me. But there's no response to the love of God. So that tells you that they really do not believe the love of God. They really do not believe. So where you need to go to after you get saved, after you get this knowledge that you have the mind of God, you have the mind of Christ, the next thing is you need to acknowledge what you now know. What the Bible says, now acknowledges. That's the third thing of the four things I want to share in this series on downloading the mind of God. You need to acknowledge the fact that really, really, you have the mind of God. You know, um, Philemon as only one chapter, verse 6 says that the communication or the sharing of your faith becomes effective by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ. It says the sharing of your faith becomes effective. What you have in Christ, what Christ birthed into your spirit, 
when you got born again will not become active will not be activated until you start acknowledging it it's like buying a sim card for your phone and you don't activate it it will not work until you start acknowledging acknowledgement is the believer's way to activate what god has given unto him i'll say that again acknowledgement is the way for the believer to start activating what god has given unto him you need to start acknowledging that so acknowledge don't just say i know the bible says okay i've learned today something uh, they said the bible say no when you're saying they said the bible say you don't still accept it in the bible you know i hear people say that sometimes you know you teach them something in the bible maybe it's not common around and they see it in scripture more than one two three scriptures say the same thing then they come to you and say okay um pastor wally you said that the bible said i'm like whoa whoa, whoa. I, that's the problem you can never get an understanding of this thing until you know that i did not write it this bible is older than me <laughs> so i did not say have you accepted that this is the word of god that you have the mind of god, christ then you need to start acknowledging it you need to start accepting acknowledging this word you need to start acknowledging what god already says Pastor Kunle, nice seeing you here. You need to start acknowledging what God says about you. That you have the mind of Christ. Before you can start downloading, start having the sharing the same earth space with God. That the thought of God begins to sink into your thoughts. Just like sometimes, you know, you go, you go out and you come back in. And the same second you are thinking, where's my wife? Married people will know this. Almost that same second, many times she will come in. The same second you are thinking about, let me pick up my phone to call. At that point in time, she calls, especially in the courtship period, where the love is so greatly hot. I'm not saying it should not be hot after the courtship period. So it is actually that, Pastor Kunle, thank you, yeah, thank you, thank you, sir. So it is actually that the more you are you are aligned to uh, to that person, to that person's mind the more that person's mindset begins to trickle into your thinking and it trickles into your brain and why believers think is not uh, is this cannot be god it's, i i thought it and i came into my mind because they have been taught like i said before that your mind of the believer is not a good mind no 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 bible says about you the next point i want to make is that you need to think rightly you have to be thoughtful bible says about you that the thoughts of a righteous man are right mm. Proverbs 12 verse 5, one of my best scriptures. The thoughts of a righteous man are right. Are you righteous? You know, one day, I think I, I want to stop this video very soon. I didn't plan to be longer than 30 minutes. Um, one day, you know, in my home in Festac, we were having fellowship. We used to have two, one on Sunday, one on Saturday. It was usually Saturday, Sundays, but people began to come and couldn't afford enough space for people. So, um, then we very one girl. So we're just teaching. I was just teaching that day and I just asked the question because I wanted to establish some things like she was not getting me. So I said, okay, are you holy? She said, mm, okay. I said, okay, are you righteous? She said, uh, no. Okay. Who do you know that is righteous? She said, uh, General Rasia. She said, uh, your, your General Rasia is the only one righteous. What of your pastor is not righteous? What of your the deacons in your church? They're not righteous. Your ministers in church, they're not righteous. Only your General Rasia is righteous. I said, there's a problem. Alright, so 2 Corinthians 5-17 tells us we are born again. Then the last verse in that chapter of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says that He who knew no sin became sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Him. So it was given as a gift. Romans 5-17 says that those who receive the abundance of grace, the gift of righteousness, not the reward of righteousness, the gift, it was given to you as a gift. The gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one 
Christ Jesus. Not reigned by their deeds, not reigned as a reward, shall reign by one person's account, Christ Jesus. Just like if you can log into someone's account who uh, maybe has paid for some things online, you can actually buy with the account. The same way we can buy, we can trade, we can transact things in life by the account of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's good news. So remember this. The, the fourth thing is that you need to be thoughtful. To download the mind of God, you need to be thoughtful. But you need to firstly trust your thoughts. Because Proverbs 12 verse 5 says that the mind, it says that the, 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 the thoughts of the righteous are right. You know, as I want to round up, you know, I remember one of the strangest invitations to minister in a church is this I got from a pastor. He was worried and he told me, please, I'd like you to minister to so, 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 the, the youths in this place. And I said, what was the matter? He said, we're having a discussion and there was great arguments against thinking. They said that a believer should not think. A believer should not be racking their minds thinking, having brainstorms. Then I was super shocked. I was like, what in the world? How did these people get to this place where they have been educated into believing that thinking is an unholy process? How did a person get to that? Psalms 92 verse 5. Look at these scriptures. One of my favorite scriptures again. I have a couple of favorite scriptures. I think all my favorite scriptures now should be about 30. <laughs> so Psalms 92 verse 5 says, O Lord, how great are your works. The next words, Thy thoughts are very deep. I'll say that again. Look at the, 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 the arrangement of the words. Oh Lord, how great are your works. Your thoughts are very deep. That means the thoughts of God produce the works of God. I'll say that again. That means the thoughts of God, the great thoughts of God produce the great works of God. So a believer should have thinking sessions. One of the very popular scriptures that we quote, but we, like we don't think about it when we are quoting it, is um, Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It says that I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to bring you to a hope and a future or to bring you to an expected end. So God is in the practice. Before you were born, God is a thinker. Say that with me. Say God is a thinker. So if we are to imitate God, then we should be thinkers. If you begin to give yourself to thinking, you will begin to have divine thoughts come into your mind. I can tell you this by experience. I began to practice this even as a, um, um, a, a leader in church. The thoughts would come to my mind. I had already gotten to understand these things that I'm sharing with you. And I knew that those ideas were not mine. I'm going to share more. I have a couple of points to go. But please join me on, today is a Wednesday, so join me on Friday. Um, I'm going to be sharing more by 1 p.m. West African time, Nigerian time. I'm going to be sharing more. So you need to give yourself to, to thinking as a child of God. These are ways that will help you. These are foundational ways to begin to download the thoughts of God, the mind of God, the emotions of God. That what God is thinking becomes what you're thinking. And when you say it out, it will sound as the sentiment to other people. But to you, you just think like you're just saying natural things. But God is speaking through you. That you have concept ideas for your business, for the plans you have, for your family. You have Things that until you look in retrospect years after, you will know that it was God that gave you those thoughts. You need to start acting this way. You need to start functioning this way. You need to start understanding that you can download the mind of God. 
your the software is your soul the hardware is your brain you need to start downloading into your brain the mind of christ this will help you to make decisions help you to um to to run a good thought process you need to this will help you to also take advantage of the person called holy ghost that is on your inside thank you all so much i want to recap very quickly the first one is you need to get saved for you to download the mind of god get saved Second one is to know, get the right knowledge. The fourth one, sorry, the third one is to acknowledge what you have. You have the mind of Christ. Then the fourth and not the last for today is this, that you need to get into thinking. Think because God thinks. And as you begin to think, having already these foundations of having the mind of Christ that you can see into the realm of, of the spirit, into the realm of the kingdom of God, you begin to have uh, downloads of thoughts of God into your mind. Chichi, nice seeing you here. All right, thank you all for your time here. Like I said, this is my first ever uh, Facebook Live. I think I'll do this more. Um, thank you all for watching. Thank you so much. Please do well to uh, start a watch party with this. Share this with other people. Like the video, share so you can get to more people. This has been Wally Michael Adenero saying, God bless you. Thank you for watching. Have a great, great Wednesday. Take care and bye-bye.